0: Tonight is study number two of Genesis chapter one. We're going to be reading the first few verses. Genesis one, beginning in verse one. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light. That it was good and God divided the light from the darkness and God called the light day and the darkness he called night and the evening and the morning were the first day. And I'll stop reading there. We're uh, looking at verse one, which states in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. And that statement goes contrary to Just about all um, colleges today, um, practically all schools today, would teach that the origins of all things came about through a big bang. Or, uh, even though sometimes they're not very clear on this any anymore, yet still many hold that there was a an explosion of something that they're unclear about long ago billions of years ago it exploded and the universe formed and 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 uh planet earth formed and uh, and the earth they say is billions of years old well given that even if we were to say okay okay we let's say this is this is how it happened this is how the universe came into being, how the world began. Well, then you have the question of life, uh, because uh, the, the planets, the, the stars, the sun, the moon, the earth, uh, they lack life. And, and so then the theory continues that over the course of elongated periods of time, billions of years that life developed. And the theory is, even though uh, often they don't make this direct statement, that life developed from non-life. That things that are alive came from that which was not alive. From rock or, or from the combination of chemicals. And, and then suddenly there was an early form of life. Can can you imagine that this idea has not only been accepted as a legitimate theory, but it's been accepted as the actual origins of all things for the most part, and it has been widely accepted by many governments, by many higher learning institutions, colleges and schools and this is the theory they teach um for the most part as fact and as they will teach students from a very early age that we uh we came from the big bang or the universe formed and then life slowly began to form and and first there were these these early um bacterias or whatever they were and then they began to grow and develop into all the life forms we see today how ridiculous ridiculous is not um, sufficient enough a word to describe the absurdity the the absolute foolishness of this whole idea how could intelligent people, and they are very intelligent men and women, how could intelligent people actually hold to this kind of idea? Well, there's only one way that man can hold to this idea, and that's because the the only other option is God. And mankind, fallen mankind, does not Want God. They, uh, want to be their own gods. They want to be their own determiners of right and wrong and, and, and they want to be independent agents that operate without a creator. And they, they prefer the idea that they have come from nothing and life is purposeless and meaningless and means nothing to the alternative of a creator that created them and therefore they would be responsible to obey that creator and to do as that creator willed or commanded for them to do. And meant that's the last thing the natural minded person wants. So they're very prejudiced and this, uh, this prejudice This deep down desire to flee away from God, to come out from under the constraints of his commandments and of doing his will has blinded man and really uh, it it has in this particular area caused him to operate in a very foolish way uh, because he cannot accept the alternative he cannot uh, honestly look at the other option which is as the bible says in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth and uh, it says in romans chapter 1 in romans 1 verse 19 uh, well, I'm, I'm sorry I'll back up to verse 18 for the wrath of god is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness so that they are without excuse. Because that, when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. So the world, uh, writes all sorts of books, textbooks that are in the schools that uh, confidently affirm the the origins of the universe are billions of years. the origins of the earth are billions of years ago and it, it will speak of man's ancestors of of coming out of these early stages of of um, existence billions of years ago and slowly developing to our present form and it's just complete foolishness it is utter foolishness and th- although it's not presented that way it's presented as the wise and the brilliant the scientists have figured this out and they're the ones making the statements and and they'll say 13.7 billion years ago is when it all began when a little electron sized thing that they're very unclear of what it was or is, exploded, and the universe has been expanding ever since, getting greater and greater, and, and all has come to pass. Isn't it amazing that yes, we look around and mankind and, and the complex design of each human being and all the various animals, the cats, the dogs, the monkeys and elephants, and, and the sea creatures, the fish and the clams and the lobsters and, and all the birds of the air and the insects and all the, the wonderful plant life and flowers and in bloom and all this creation, all the things we see everywhere that we know because they can put it under a microscope, and they can see the complexity of the the um, the the ant, or the complexity of the mosquito, or the complexity of all these creatures. The the DNA that forms man, and 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 so forth. We we see just the complex design of all of these things all around us we look up into the heavens and we see a perfectly positioned sun or the the earth in relationship to to the sun is in exactly the right position for life to be maintained closer and we get uh, burned up further away and we freeze and we we see the rotation of all the stars and Everything is set in its course and, and, and we determine, well, it all came to pass by random chance. It, it all just happened. It all just fell into place. And yet we don't see evidence of randomness or, or things haphazard. And, and no, we see a very definite pattern, we see formation, we see the handiwork of a creator, we see the hand of God in everything around us, from our own self, to our neighbor, to our pet dog, to the flea on the dog, and in everything we see God, that is in these visible things we see the invisible things of Him. That is, we know there there was a God, and God spoke and created all these things. It's the only rational explanation. It's the only wise explanation. It's the only possible explanation for life. The, the world around us, the universe, can... It's an impossibility. Let's be honest and true about that. it's an impossibility for everything to have come from an electron, a single electron, microscopic, whatever size they're saying it was, because that electron had to come from somewhere. Where did it come from? Well, ultimately, they would say... Um, they they won't answer it ultimately, but ultimately it's either eternal matter, or it came from nothing. And and some textbooks actually say that, they they actually have said that everything came from nothing. Well, is that science? Is is that reasonable? Is that a rational explanation? No, that's utter foolishness. Of course we didn't come from nothing. And, and then the second problem is life. There's the, the wisdom of the world. The wisdom of the world is telling us says that that which is alive came from things that were not alive. It's sort of like saying that life came from a rock and and that is what science is declaring, what the wisdom of mankind is telling people that man came from uh, a lifeless thing and then there was life. And uh, we won't even get into all the miraculous things that would had to have happened in order for all the various life forms around us to have developed and to evolved into the complex, precise creatures that they are. It is beyond reason, it is unreasonable to hold to evolution in any way, yet it's very much an entrenched theory held to as fact by the people of the world because professing themselves to be wise they became as fools they they must have some other explanation than god and and therefore they are all contorted trying to justify and rationalize and provide an explanation for existence for uh, all all the life that is all around them for themselves of uh, uh, being a man created in the image of god and and what explanation can there be other than the truth? The, the fact is, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That's the fact. That's an unacceptable fact, an unacceptable truth to the natural-minded man who rejects God. He rejects anything he cannot see. And, and anything that is not physical of the natural realm. And therefore he's left with only foolish options. And the absurdity of the theory of evolution is, is really, um, the result of rejecting the only factual answer. And, and that leaves you other choices, other things that you, you will accept uh, all within the natural realm. And, and yet when people actually try to put forth this theory, it, it it's just, um, foolish. It, it is, it is ridiculous. It, it is something that makes no sense. And the Bible, let's go back to Genesis 1-1 says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Now, the Hebrew word translated as God is Strong's number 430. It's the Hebrew word Elohim. Elohim. And Elohim is a plural word. It, it is a, a, a plural name for God. And it's used 32 times in Genesis chapter 1. Wherever you see the word God in Genesis chapter 1, and we see it repeatedly 32 times, it is always Elohim. Elohim is used over 60 times from Genesis 1 into Genesis chapter 5. Interestingly enough, uh, the Hebrew word Elohim, that is a plural word, is found in Deuteronomy, chapter six, and verse four, and it says there: "Hear, O Israel, Jehovah our God, Elohim, is one Jehovah. Jehovah our God, Jehovah our Elohim, which is plural." Is one Jehovah. And of course the Bible teaches throughout as it reveals the person of God who is one God as three distinct persons. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And, uh, we, we read in John 1 in verse 1 In the beginning, and that would relate to Genesis 1, verse 1. In the beginning, God, Elohim, created the heaven and the earth. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made in him was life, and the life was the light of men. In in this passage in John one, we read, "In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and was God." and And so we we understand uh, Elohim, God already is revealing his his. Person, His being, what he is like in the very first um, verse of the Bible, in the Bible's first declaration, in the beginning, God, Elohim. And we can know from that that the triune God, the, the fullness of the Godhead, was already in existence, already alive already uh, powerful the word of God was was already uh, at that point also and it was the word of God that created that created all things we read in Colossians in Colossians chapter 1 it says of the Lord Jesus in verse 15. "...who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature, for by Him..." That's the Lord Jesus Christ, the Word. "...by Him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him, and he is before all things, and by him all things consist. There is our answer to the origins of all things, our answer that God provides. The solution to the mystery uh, is, is not some fanciful theory that uh obviously to anyone, uh, even to a child, it, it's ridiculous to think that life comes from a rock or, or that that which has substance came from nothing. No, no. The, the, the child of God understands, the elect child of God realizes that this is the truth of the matter. In the beginning, God the triune god father son and holy spirit created the world and all that we see around us uh, everything our our own self our neighbors all uh, creatures all animals and and all life of any kind came from god came from the lord jesus christ who spoke being the word of God and brought it into existence. He created all things seen from that which was not seen. As it says in Hebrews chapter 11, in verse 3, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Everything that is now presently seen, that, that is um, material, physical, it's of this natural world, everything we see or touch or can sense with, with our senses, it it was made of that which is not seen, of things that do not appear. That is, there was nothing in the beginning, as far as this creation's concern, but God, God existed, God lived and and the Bible tells us that that is the attribute of god the the characteristic of God, is that he lives. That's what he said to Moses at the burning bush when Moses inquired, "What is your name when the Israelites asked me?" Who sent me? What shall I tell them? And God answered, You will tell them, I am that I am. I am the statement of existence, the statement of being. I am. And the Bible goes on to further explain that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Now that's using... Uh, time, yesterday and today, but we have more statements than that from the Word of God. In Psalm 90, it says in verse 2, Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever thou hast formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. Thou art the great I Am, the ever-existent One, the One that Isaiah tells us inhabits the whole spectrum of existence, as it says in Isaiah 57, in verse 15, For thus saith the High and Lofty One that inhabiteth eternity Whose name is holy. And, and this is our explanation. The only possible explanation for life and, and for the existence of all things. The origin of this earth, of the sun, the moon and the stars, the origin of everything that is seen, that is visible, is a result of the one who is invisible, God, Elohim, the Lord Jesus Christ, the word that was in the beginning, the the one that inhabits eternity, the one that has always existed, who has always been. For as far back, and this would go before this world was created, if, if our minds could carry us there, and if we could somehow imagine or picture an eternity past, for as far back as we could travel with our limited abilities, our limited finite minds, into that eternal past, we would always find God. And, and if you think you've reached the end of it, keep going, because there is no beginning. He is always from eternity past, God is from everlasting. He, he somehow, and this is a mystery to us, but somehow God has always been and always lived, not only existed, but he is the essence of life. This all-powerful being, all-knowing, inhabits eternity from eternity past, through eternity future, there is God. The great I am, He is present at this point in history, in, in time also. God is this incredible, awesome, almighty being that for His own purposes, He, he created, as it said in Colossians, Uh, things were created for him, by him, and for him. The world was created for God, to serve God's purposes. Creatures were created for God, to serve God's purposes. And so, whatever he does with this creation is for himself, to serve God's purposes. Whether the creature's don't like that, that's insignificant, that's not the point the The fact is the truth is that the whole creation was created by him and for him thanks for joining us for E-Bible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies you can hear these studies Monday through Friday over Pal Talk, Skype E-Bible Fellowship's webcast audio or over your phone